0: This is Audio Art Hole 24, and I'm in Ljubljana. It's taken me a long time to be able to say that. It's because of the J's. I'm not very good at that. I've had to write it down, El Jub, El jana, and then want to say El jub, jana. Anyway, Ljubljana. It's great to be here in the City of Women, in Slovenia, and especially as I'd made a contingency plan and filmed an address, a no-show communication, because I wasn't going to leave my mum if it was a matter of known hours. I think as she is in a liminal state. I hate that word, liminal, I don't know. But it does seem to do the work for the place between places. Anyway, she's there, drifting more away with the fairies than any of those ah, scary, tall, hooded, faceless, sickle-bearing shades that seem to pop up at this time for Halloween purposes she's more away with the fairies and I I, at least I like to think that's where she is half of the time I'm far more into that sort of Peter Pan idea of spirits it's curious because she's very attached to the photograph of a baby I mean it is a particular baby but it could be any baby And it got me thinking of all sorts of uh, things about infancy, birth, and how close we are to death as we arrive, probably the closest we'll ever be, um, till the time we actually go. And then I was thinking of breath. And the first breath, never knowingly taken. It sounds a bit like John Lewis, never knowingly undersold. Um, and the last breath, also never knowingly taken. And then all that breathing between. And how friends of mine say, just breathe, just breathe. And it's easier said than done. I mean I can do the automatic pilot breathing (laughs) or whatever but the breathing, the good breathing and of course cigarette smoking doesn't really help I got a horrible carton of duty free or not even duty free rather expensive, slightly cheaper cigarettes via Berlin from my friend Zilke Toss Um, Zylka Toss of the last episode where I was not alone at last. Ah, uh, That was really nice, being um, with someone and listening to music. Must do that again. Anyway, she brought these, uh, these packets of cigarettes with the most horrible pictures on both sides. One looks like an arsehole, but in fact is a hole in the throat. And uh, others, very unpleasant images of lovely-looking young people in um, various states. One young woman is contorted by coughing blood into a handkerchief and another one who's lying naked on a bed in the fetal position is um, in a state of shame after an episode of impotence, I presume, because the the slogan, the um, suggestion, the warning on the packet says smoking can cause impotence. And that reminds me of a a poem I once read and had to write about called The Fall. I think it was by Marvell and I wrote about Adam and Eve and that garden incident and uh, going for the forbidden and how You know, transgression led to poetry, mm, pain and joy and all that that is not nothing, which presumably the garden must have been akin to nothing. Anyway, I wrote all about that. And uh, Jeremy Chaglone, who was uh, kind enough to read the essay without guffaws of laughter, mentioned impotence. Um, You see, the poem was obviously metaphysical, poetry often was working on more than one level, and I said, oh dear, I felt very embarrassed, I don't know anything about that. He said, well, very fortunate. Oh yes, blessed among women. Anyway, here I am in um, Slovenia, Ljubljana, I'm amazed to be here, especially having given my little performance for camera where i talked about tartan that very fictitious material invented really i think by victorians to uh, promote uh, an idea of scottishness that was altogether yeah quite quite a trip into fantastical storytelling or retelling i think that's probably why it came up So well, in punk times, you know, everybody was, oh not everybody, some of us were able to kind of invent a little bit, and uh, or at least invent a little bit and go out with it, take that invention that went on behind the bedroom door out into the world. I remember taking my mother's trousers, which had me, caused me so much embarrassment through the 60s. Her black watch, drain pipes that she used to wear with hush puppies when everyone else was in bell bottoms and flares. I remember taking those off her uh, in the 70s. Of course, this all this tartan talk came to mind because I was packing my um, Scottish, Spanish Dress of identity, the Farcadon flamenco dress, and uh, some people have asked me if that's a Westwood. Oh well, no, it's a Farcadon. And uh, and actually, talking recently to Tom Payne about his wonderful film, I'm going to remember his. I'm going to remember his name. I'm going to forget its name. I think it's called Andango. Oh no, this is the trouble with streaming the stream of consciousness. Ooh, if I could be so bold to use that term. Anyway, the streaming. Tom Paine's brilliant film made in the late 70s in um, Edinburgh, well, from Edinburgh, involved two skinheads dressed in tartan samurai warrior sort of outfits, brilliant. We were all into Kurosawa then, mm, probably still are, but he did something about it, something brilliant. And he talked um, about going on a Sunday morning to the police station to pick up the two skinheads to take them out filming. They were they were very intent on Saturday nights, full of violence. And we talked about violence. Strange, or even violence, seemed to be a bit more innocent. Well, no, it was not. That's absolute rubbish, and I can't really edit now because I have to get on with uh, things here in the city of women. I'm off to, uh, yeah, do my bit. Bye.